Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we've got a story about a bidding war between WWE and New Japan. I'll bring you the latest on AR Fox's AEW contract status. We have a change to AEW full gear with a match being pulled and moved to Dynamite. And William Regal wants John Moxley to recognise his incredible WWE moments. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. This is the news. All right, we're going to kick this thing off by talking about Jonah, who has been the subject of something of a bidding war between WWE in New Japan, it mm. seems. He is, of course, the former Bronson Reed. He was released by the former regime of WWE last year, but he is very much a Triple H guy, having been the North American Championship during his previous run in NXT. Now he might be on his way back to WWE, but this summer he's been pretty successful in New Japan. He was in the G1. He had a well-received tournament, big matches with Okada inside the tournament and out, emerging, getting over, potentially becoming something of a breakout star. But he's got big comp- New Japan have big competition for the mm-hmm. signature. So Dave Meltzer reported on Wrestling Observer Radio that Jonah, who is 34, had offers on the table from both WWE and New Japan. Um, he noted that these are two kinds of different appeal company-wise. Mm. WWE obviously will be offer able to offer him a lot more money. Dave said on Observer Radio that the bottom number for a main roster person these days is quarter of a million dollars a year. It's not a bad little salary, of course. Uh, New Japan, meanwhile, where he has emerged as something of this breakout star, he's likelier to get a stronger push there. Mm, yes. Um, so, you know, while you'd think he would do better in WWE under Triple H, certainly better Booker uh, than Vince McMahon than he would have a year ago, it's an interesting conversation. Fightful Select corroborated this, saying that a source within the company confirmed that they had made overtures to Jonah, uh, who now has a choice to make, but that same source didn't comment on, or they didn't know, they, they, they have no information on whether or not he would definitely be returning. So there you go, bidding war kind of thing here. 
good for him. It's a good position for him to be in. That's exactly what I was about to say. Good for him. Like, I'm not going to say, do you know what? Maybe all WWE's firings were a good idea, actually. But this has been one of the few cases of, like, what a kind of blessing in disguise it was. Mm. Like, I really liked Bronson Reed in NXT. I thought he had loads of potential. He just, he's so unique, obviously, in just of his look and his in-ring style and what have you. And you could tell, yeah, Triple H liked him. When things changed... I just had a bad feeling about it all. But like you say, great to see him going over and doing d- decent stuff in New Japan. I, it's one of those, isn't it? Like, do you take the money and then say, oh, yeah. what's the phrase people use? They do their money wrestling and their... Money in the art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those Finn Balor quotes. Cool, yeah, exactly. It's one of those, yeah. isn't it? I, I'd like to see him back in WWE for purely selfish reasons, but it is um, really exciting to hear the, the fact that the New Japan have been able to showcase his talents. Yeah, I, I, and I think like these days as well, maybe the money and maybe the push argument, it's not as strong these days, is it? Because the, generally under Triple H, it's a lot better than it was yeah. under Vince. So you're far likelier to go there if you're a Bronson Reed and do well. Uh, whereas, yeah, if it was the crazy old man who... He'd be the- He'd, Did he have like a lizard or a dinosaur or something on it? He'd literally be a wrestling dinosaur. And then then Luchasaurus would have to get signed and it'd be... they turn him and... Flatty. And, and R-Truth and Dana Brooke into the flat squad or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why those three are tied together, but they are. But so yes, there you go. I'll, I'll keep an eye on this yeah. because... Uh, yeah, I, I, I want him. To, I kind of want to see more New Japan stuff from him, mm-hmm. but I also would not be surprised if he rocks up in the next six months in WWE yeah. as well. But yeah. uh, we'll keep you posted. I like Jonah. I'd like to. I'd like to chat with him. Seems like a nice man, doesn't he? Yeah. Very I promise nice I won't man. do any accents whilst I interview. That's him. good. I promise you, always keep. Uh, <laughs> let's move on uh, and talk from a. Uh, he wasn't a wrestling dinosaur. That's Luchasaurus, but I don't, I don't know. Why I've said that. But from that to a wrestling pirate, R Fox. Sorry, no, AR Fox, I misread that. <laughs> uh, he was great on he was great on Dark Line this week too with Top Flight in unfortunately a losing effort, no great surprise there, yeah. uh, against Death Triangle. Uh, but Fightful Selects, no crap, just Sap, Sean Ross Sap of Fightful Selects are reporting um, that uh, it's expected that he signs with AEW. They've offered him a contract. It's not been confirmed that he has accepted the deal, but like I say, Fightful Selects AEW sources say it's probably going to happen. Uh, there was a really nice clip on Twitter uh, of Lexi Nair chatting to him. I'm just going to read a bit of a quote of this because it got me. Got me, yeah. this. He said, it's unbelievable to me. Uh, I don't think I have the words to describe it. I grew up about 10 minutes down the road and I had my mother in the crowd here for a moment that I thought I might never reach. Uh, he continued, I'm just waiting to be alone so I could cry. Um, like I say, nice. for my sins, you guys who were saying AL Fox is great to watch. I mm. hadn't seen a lot of him. But uh, yeah, hell of an introduction on Dynamite. Worked great with, with Top Flight. That whole match was really enjoyable. Yeah. And uh, again, I'm going to be a... Com- <laughs> Hypocrite alert. I'm going to sit here every day and say, bloody hell, Tony, stop signing new people. Except for this one, because I like this one. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the, the it's a complex conversation. Um, yeah. yeah, AR Fox rules. He's an indie wrestling legend, and uh, the, perhaps the reason that, that he has never reached that level of awareness is that he's never been in like a major massive company, mm. you know? He was in Lucha Underground as Dante Fox, but Lucha Underground was very much a cult promotion, mm. uh, and he's primarily just been an indie dude, which is great for me, because I like indie yeah. wrestling, and I like seeing people doing freelance things with no constraints and everything, but equally nice is seeing someone who's been wrestling since 2007, uh, who I feel like I've been watching for like 400 years, uh, it's good to see someone like that just scoring a big contract, mm. 
finally, like after so long in the game, and yet he's still only 35 years That's old. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. Like, I feel like I've been watching AR Fox for so long, and I'm very, very happy for him, very happy about this. I hope he takes it. Well, if it's right for him, mm. obviously, if he doesn't feel what it's right for him, fair play. Uh, but, like, he runs a wrestling school in Atlanta, like, he's trained, like, uh, Austin Theory, like, Jade Cargill, like, a bunch of different people. Uh, it's just nice. It's, it, this is why having more wrestling companies is good. Yes. Because it means that someone who has been on the indies for years and maybe thought their moment was never going to come can get this contract and do awesome stuff. Yeah, exactly. So if you're not happy for it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do want to become a wrestling pirate, AR Fox, I always like Paul Birchall swinging on the rope onto the entranceway. Yes. What, what are we talking about that? Congratulations uh, to AR Fox. Lovely mm, stuff. This. Full gear. Full gear. When is it? Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> like, oh, bollocks. <laughs> better get something organised. Um, there's a match that's not happening. It's, there's a good reason for is it. Is it the world title match because Moxley thinks it's on Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the uh, world title eliminator tournament final, actually. So let's do the whistle stop version of this. It was supposed to be Ricky and Lance. At the quarterfinal stage on last week's Rampage, that didn't happen, yeah. they did the injury angle. Now, Ricky and Lance are facing each other on Rampage tonight. The winner of that will face Brian Cage on the Zero Hour pre-show tomorrow. And then, instead of the World Cup World Title Eliminator Tournament <laughs> Final taking place on the pay-per-view, as was originally announced when yeah. they announced the tournament itself, the finals will take place on Dynamite next week. So that match has been... Picked up from Saturday, moved over here to Wednesday, where the winner of Brian Cage, Lance Archer, or Ricky Starks will fight Ethan Page, and the winner of that oh. will advance to face John Moxley or MJF for the world title at Winter is Coming. That's a whole lot to remember, but the reason it was moved is very simple. Ricky Starks was legitimately not medically cleared to compete um. last Friday. So it's not just Tony getting a bit mental and going, oh, just mess with stuff. It's him going, oh, yeah, you're hurt, so I need to reconfigure this. I'm so there you go. I'm so glad you cleared all that up because I've got to be honest, watching Dynamite and them going, I'll see you on Rampage. And I was like, I'll swear that wasn't the semi-final. Yeah. yeah. So I was just suddenly like, but wait a second. So someone's going to have to do double duty. That's not very fair. That's harsh. Yeah, exactly. But also, I'm glad it's been moved. Not that it, because an argument to be made, if either person wins, uh, then either of MJF or Mox could win. But I, I didn't like previously when you'd be you'd see someone win a you know I'm the next in line thing and you go cool so that's a babyface so probably the heel's going to win yeah. the main event or the world title match or whatever and vice versa. I mean it doesn't really matter. There's an argument to be made that you could easily have yeah. you know Ricky Starks versus Mox or Ricky Starks yeah. versus yeah. Uh, versus MJF. Ricky Starks is someone I'd quite like to win the whole thing as you can probably tell. Um, but uh, I like that it's been moved to Dynamite. So it's like congratulations, you're you're. Either the still the world champion or the new world champion. Uh -huh. uh, and then on the first night where you're like, hey, look at me, there's your first contender just being yeah. named. Sets up nicely. I don't know, like, who's going to win it? I'd like Ricky versus MJF at Winter is Coming. Oh, my God. Also, Winter is Coming. You know what they should do? Me and Michael Sidgwick brainstormed this. What's this? House of Black need to come back after the Elite win the titles tomorrow because they're winning. Uh, Winter is Coming. House of Black versus Elite trios titles House of Black wear full black middle corpse paint mm -hmm. all of that stuff I'm here for it man let's do that Winter, like snow and stuff coming down where these scary men are being scary men I love <laughs> I love it I love it Yeah. check out the footage from the God's Hate show in Brooklyn last night by the way every AEW wrestler was seemingly out there I tweeted it it looks mental <laughs> great stuff I love it I love it I'm not a pit guy anymore but if I was God, no. it'd be awesome far too old for that yeah, sort of thing my, my creaky old joints can't <laughs> handle it just <laughs> Ever, being near people. You ever crowd killed before? I don't think I... No. Okay. I've barely crowd... 
sort of <laughs> bodyboarded. So, <laughs> like Fred Durst on the door. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. All right. Oh boy. Uh, let's move on to the guy who's going to lose the world title on Saturday, hopefully. It John is. Moxley. Gary Gimmicks. Um, anyway, um, John Moxley has been talked about, unsurprisingly, by William Regal on his brilliant Ge- Gentleman's Villain podcast, which, Andy, is one of the best podcasts out there that isn't ours. What culture wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from. It depends who's on it. Yeah, granted. Um, <laughs> Uh, but Regal was talking about Moxley, uh, and I'm going to just amalgamate all of his comments here. He said, I know he's somewhat anti-WWE at the moment, and he has been for a while. Yep. Folks, where's the lie? Uh, but he was so good at that stuff. Uh, he continued, I've personally found that when I do autograph signings, the things that people remember me for, and not, all, and not all the wrestling I've done, is the entertainment I've done. So I hope he one day realises how good he is at that, and opens up a little bit more to the fact, and realises what incredible things he did in WWE. I get where he's coming from, but I also get, you know, the final few months of Mox's time in WWE may sour you to all the good stuff you did previously. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I presume Regal isn't talking about things like Mitch the Potted Plant and, you know, that time he jobbed to an exploding TV or the time he assaulted guys with the hot dog cart and all that. Like, I assume he's talking about things like the world title win and, like, the shield and, like, the good moments. Yeah. Because uh, the bad moments were 
pretty bad. It's sort of a given um, for anyone who's around in WWE. That's like you look at Roman Reigns now and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. And then you go, do you remember when he did loads of dog food stuff with yeah. Baron Corbin? It's like, yeah. Don't think about that. Think about the we the ones. So. Yeah, th- that's it, man. That's it. So there's definitely a balance to it. I think that like nobody, and I'm not saying that this is what Regal's doing because he obviously knows him personally. I would mm. never say that. But like a lot of people will say, oh, John Moxley needs to get over it. It's like, no, these things happen to him. Yeah. Like, why does he need to get over it? Like, no, if he thinks this thing was bad and he had to do it on TV, if he feels annoyed that he had to make jokes or make light of one of his real life friends, leukemia, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he's kind of entitled to be upset about that and to hold on to that. Yeah, if you had a few um, slightly bad gimmicks, you'd go, all right, mate, well, it's not that bad. Yeah. But that, was, that, that for me, was the straw that broke the camera. Exactly. Back. So, like, I'm not one to, like, tell wrestlers, you know, you can't be annoyed at this because when it's happened to them. You can be annoyed at this, John. Here he goes. You're all right. All right, Elon Musk. Um, so, yeah. Like, Everyone's got to work hardcore today. I've been listening <laughs> yeah. up in the office. Yeah, was it you got to be very hardcore or resign? I'll resign. Sounds like a positive uh, work culture. Um, yeah. I, Speaking like, of which, you owe me that $8, by the way. Respect to Regal. What do I owe you $8 for? Yeah, a little... Uh, on the old uh, what culture back end gimmick, little tick for you. Verified, don't you worry. What? <laughs> oh, the blue tick. There you go. Oh, we got there eventually. Yeah, that took a while. Sorry, my brain is made of Swiss cheese and alligators. Um, it's so good, by the way, seeing all flat his mates on I'm a Celebrity. Yeah. Really enjoying just that. And the eel. Hopefully the, the eel. And the eel's brother. Have the What's e- his name? Uh, the eel. Oh, yeah. Have they eaten Matt Hancock yet? No, not yet. Oh, that's disappointing. Still, though. Right. Still time. <laughs> um... Questions, dumb questions today. Obviously, oh yeah, we still got that. Haven't it's we? Friday, it might be the last flat F Friday ever, man. Oh yeah, Gators Daily, the great account, was tweeting last night saying, "I don't know what's going to happen with this platform, and we don't know either." So what if we're this gonna is do then move to, to Mastodon. Okay, let's bring Vine back. Yeah, let's bring Vine back. Let's do it. Uh, I'm not very Viney, so I don't know how I do on there, oh, but we'll it. see. Um, I want to be a cowboy, baby. Dan RN has been on and has asked a very pertinent question mm-hmm. here, actually. Uh, why are Scotland not represented in either the football or SmackDown World Cups? And he's put a cry laugh emoji there. I can tell you. I can tell you why, Dan. I don't know about the SmackDown World Cup. Yeah, I was going right? to say. Maybe Drew was sick or whatever, blah, blah, blah. He's doing um, war game stuff. Sorry, war games. But the football one's actually very clear because we are the only virtuous nation in the world, because we are the only country brave enough to do the right thing uh, and and stand up for, for the bad things that have happened for this World Cup to take place. Scotland are actually boycotting it. Mm. Uh, that's the reason we're not there. There's no other reason whatsoever. We are making a moral stand against this tournament and we are not there purely because uh, we opted to withdraw ahead of our match with the Ukraine, well, this which is the uh, thing, never happened. This is the thing Ukraine, you, sorry. You decided to, to, to let Ukraine win because yeah. you're good guys like that. Yeah. So, But yeah, this, guys, this SmackDown World Cup, uh, I've no idea. Yeah, Because yeah, Drew's busy <laughs> and they can't think of anyone else. I don't know who to support this World Cup, man, because obviously I do. Scotland are boycotting it. Yeah, well, they're going home. Um... Usually the potion is whoever England are playing. So USA, let's go. Japan, I like Japan. Yeah. Germany, because that gets it up the English, even though England usually win these days. I don't know who else, man. Let me know. Mexico. The I wife, like Mexico. My wife got the uh, got Ecuador in her World Cup Ecuador. draw. Ecuador. So let's go. We, we've got our draw today, so no accents. None. You can't do anything. I'm not putting the video out if you yeah. do an accent. Anyway, questions. <laughs> Web Daddy asks... Oh, good name. Good McMorning. Should Kenny Omega bite one of Death Triangle during the match? <laughs> yes! Yeah. I mean, obviously no, um, because CM Punk will sue his ass somehow. Mm. Um, but yes. Yeah. 
What are the odds on someone getting hit with a GTS in that match? Yeah, I think that's quite a good chance. Or somebody does like a... They're going to be little rascals. They're going to be doing yeah. something to be like... If you know, you know. Yes, boys, we all know. They'll do a deliberate botch on a, like a, a, a buckshot lariat or something. Well, they'll do something assholey. And no one do a buckshot, buckshot lariat who isn't Hangman Page. Or, Everyone gets injured. Or Logan Paul, it seems. Yeah. Um, but he's injured too, so yeah. what's that the thing? I don't yeah. know. Uh, our final, <laughs> on a related note, our final question is from Chesto Cheeto, um, who says, if you had to go down the Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole and can only take one weapon from wrestling with you, what is it? And they, they ask, why would it be the hand that Mae Young gave birth to? <laughs> i got a real simple one. Ace Steel. <laughs> what was it for anything? I know quite a few people in, in wrestling who are absolute weapons, but I don't think I, don't think I would use that. Um, <laughs> You're going down the rabbit hole, baby. Can I have the uh, the things that Kane used to electrocute my man's testicles? The ball shredder. Yeah, I'll yeah, go with that one. That's yours, that's yours. What's um, the worst you could do? Kendo stick. Kendo stick. Everyone's rubbish. got a kendo stick these days. Yeah. So they suck. Uh, ooh, I don't know what I'm going for. Maybe I'm... Ah, I would say the blow-up doll, but the blow-up doll's a hell of a worker, actually. Yeah. Uh, the, the hand's good, because the hand can talk now, of course. We saw it on the... Me and, me and Nick Gage... Me and the Gage are going down with pizza cutters. Pizza cutter. Cheshire Cat, where you at? Is that from Alice in Wonderland? We're calling you out, Cheshire Cat. I think where you at? If Nick Diaz was in <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, maybe. Or is it 205? 215? 315? What's, uh, the, what's the rate? 619, I think it is. 316. If you guys see the Pizza Cut is a little cheap. There's another face. match book for the show, the yeah. Flat F versus the Cheshire Cat from Alton yeah, Wonderland. The Flatty just taking the Cheshire Cat to pieces with a pizza cutter, man. Yeah, it'd be a squash, it'd be a Tin Man. Squash. I, I heard what you said, Tin yeah. Man. I'll fight the Lion. He's got no heart, has he? He's a yeah. And yeah. actually, a double team, uh, handicap match, me versus the Lion, and the Lion from the Lion, the Witch of the Wardrobe. Oh, hell yeah. Bring it. Rosie and Jim. They'll never be able to coexist, those two. <laughs> what about, what about uh, a trio? From uh, the the flying I, one, I can't. I What's can't. That's that's it. Really, is I know what you're talking about, and it really makes is, me sad. Why is that? Does he never die in a swamp? Never ending story. Who yeah, dies in a swamp? Horse, yeah. Is it a trio? That's a band as well. It's like a screamo band. Is it? It's like an emo band. Yeah, yeah I've never any never any swamp story. That and Herbie goes bananas. Were like I'd instantly start crying when I was young watching oh, that. Oh no, Tough. poor Herbie. Brum. That time, <laughs> that time his wheel when fell Brum, off. But Brum goes over. Brum, Brum versus Herbie. Brum's going over in the main event. Brum, what are we talking about? The Cheshire Cat uh, getting cut. Right. <laughs> and finally today, remember Dan Murphy sent us the pictures of the pizza last week. Or the week before. What a legend. Well, he sent us some burgers now. He oh. was like, hey, look at this. There you go. He's got a buffalo chicken sandwich. He's got a crispy chicken sandwich. He's got a lot of nice food. He's got a lot of nice food. That's great, that so, is. So, shout out to Dan. Uh, Gold Crown Pizza, Dunmore, Pennsylvania, which we established is right next to Scranton, yes. Pennsylvania, which is the home of our favorite TV show from the USA. Uh, listen, this space is for rent. If you, if you give us... If you give us a deal on some nice fast food... Especially when it looks like that, might Yeah, be you hit us up, you hit us up. Pizza Hut! No, maybe not. <laughs> Burger King! Call me. Call me, or I'll cut you with my pizza. Right, let's, let's get this. Let's get this. Right. But yes, and we'll be popping over to... Uh, that can't be that far, is it? Scranton. Yeah. What? The Electric City. See, yeah. yeah. Anyone got any fast food they want to send us vouchers, money off? <laughs> it's nearly Christmas, the dice going yeah. out the window. We've got to so. get there, for we, 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 can't, we probably can't go to the USA, but, you know, mm. yeah. we'll pop over. So, for an afternoon. Do you reckon the Hamburglar watches these videos? 
you reckon we could say, yeah, guys, we have to go and do the news from this? So that's how many thousands of pounds to do one news video. Ah. But it would be worth it. Actually, Grimace is Grimace. Unless unless someone's got a private plane. If anyone with a private plane's watching wants to fly us to Pennsylvania and back again for an afternoon, let's get in touch. That baller Ronald McDonald surely has one. Like, I'm going to go all that way. It's a giant plane shaped like a french fry. (laughs) That's what it is. Piloted by... I've already said Grimace. Who else is there? Hamburglar. Hamburglar, there yeah, you go. Yeah, good, it's good part of it. He has to take the mask off, though, because it what kills his vision. Frank Furter. Big Frank. <laughs> Big Franky. That <laughs> famous McDonald's character. It's uh, it's good to be back, mm-hmm. especially on a Friday. Well. I miss this. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on everything in the comments section. 25-minute video, baby. Let us know your thoughts in the comments section. Oh. Like, share, subscribe. Oh. Subscribe to how long are we doing? Uh, 22 minutes, mate. Okay, that'll do. Um, a lot of bollocks at the front. <laughs> okay. Oh, look at that. There we go. Grimace. Hey, it's Grimace. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments uh, and on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch, they can follow both of us. You follow Andy Murray at. Nah. Follow me uh, at Adam Wilborn. Um, there's a link on there where you can donate towards this monstrosity as well. Think of his wife. Yeah. Uh, at What Culture WWE, as I said, What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, for daily wrestling podcast. We're going to be previewing SmackDown and Rampage and looking ahead to Full Gear and Wrestle Culture, all the good stuff basically coming your way later. Dressing our enemies. In dressing all of our enemies, indeed. And, uh, I yeah, don't have any enemies. Fantasy booking more <laughs> matches like Brom versus. Who's Brom facing? Oh, Herbie. Right, it's been the news. Good to be back. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you soon. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.